All right, so let's learn. Um, okay, so, uh, you know, it, it's brought down, it's brought down in the name of the Ariyah Kaddish and the Rizal that, uh, you know, there are certain schools that come with baking matzahs, right? Baking matzahs. The Rizal said that specifically when a person bakes matzahs and they sweat in baking matzahs, it brings a lot of tikkunim to the person. It's, um, you know, to misakin for certain averis and certain damages that, you know, Pagama Bris in particular does. So the Rizal said that by baking matzahs and getting, you know, getting sweaty from it, it brings that tikkun. Okay, so I was thinking that maybe we should discuss something, you know, if a person's not actually going to go to the matzah bakery, matzah factory, so how are you mishtaich to that? How do you have a shaykhis to the tikkunim? And it's someone who is going matzah baking, so even all well, the more so to know what's going on and to understand to appreciate what the avoid is. Okay, so Bez Hashem, we're going to get at the end. We'll we'll get back to the to the panemius of it to understand hopefully. But let's work through the sugi and halacha. We're going to see something I think is interesting regarding the concept of baking matzahs in halacha. What's unique to uh, to uh, the 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 making of matzahs? You know. Men- <laughs> Everything that we have that's a mitzvah takes time to make, right? So you have to put together the of an esrik, right? You've got to make tefillin, make a mezuzah, b'chul, b'chul. And you have to make matzahs, right? You have to make matzahs. But we're going to see that there's something unique in the process of making matzahs as opposed to the process that we have to make other mitzvahs, other objects of mitzvahs. So let's work it through. Okay, you know there's an idea that, uh, I'm sure maybe many of you have heard of this idea of like Erev Pesach matzahs. Erev Pesach matzahs, right? It's a, by the Chesidish Rebbe's, it's like a big thing, right? That the, the matzahs they're going to have by the Seder were specifically made on Erev Pesach. Erev Pesach after midday, okay? So let's, let, let's, let's spend a few minutes just to get a background of what that concept is, Erev Pesach matzahs. Okay, so if you take a look at the, the page that you have, so the Maramakim number one is from the tour, okay? This is in Tov Nun Ches, okay? In Hilchas Pesach. Now the tour brings down two different opinions in terms of when matzahs should be baked. Okay, now again, we're talking about matzahs that you're going to eat by the Seder to fulfill the mitzvah of eating matzah. When should those matzahs be made? So the Torah says like this, Ein maschil asik bepas ad achar vav shois. Okay, says the Torah, the first sheet that he brings down is, that one should not make matzahs that they're going to eat Pesach night, unless they should, they should only be made Erev Pesach after six hours. Second half of Erev Pesach. We know, again, just to break it down, we know that obviously you don't need chametz on Pesach proper. Even Erev Pesach, from six hours and on, the Gemara Darshans, you also now let it eat, eat chametz. You also now eat chametz. You don't need chametz on Pesach proper or six hours of Erev Pesach as well. Says the tour, one is only allowed to make matzahs for the Seder from six hours and on Erev Pesach. That's what the tour says. The Isa B'Tshuvas, and says the tour, and it's brought down in the tshuvas from the Ga'inim, Ma'isabecha, there was a store with one guy, he baked matzahs early, before uh, Erev Pesach, before uh, midday Erev Pesach. He already got rid of his chametz, so it wasn't an issue of chametz, but Lamaisa he made the, 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 Pesach, the, the matzahs early. And says in the tshuvas in the, in the was brought down, that they asserted his matzah from being used. It was not allowed to be used for the Seder. They do not work. Says the tour, why? The iskish le Pesach. Because we have a hekish, the psokim connect the mitzvah eating matzah with the mitzvah eating karm Pesach. Okay? The kivan de Pesach einishchat el mivo shois lamala. Af matzah came. Says the tour, in the name of the Gainim, that we have a hekish between matzah and Pesach. Just as Pesach is eaten at night, so matzah is eaten at night. And just as Pesach is, the karm Pesach is brought and processed 
from six hours and on Erev Pesach, so too the matzahs have to be made and processed six hours on Erev Pesach. So this is the first shita that the Torah is bringing down, and this is Ma'akev. According to this shita in the Ga'inim, one is not yaitse at all, Pesach night with matzah, unless it was made Erev Pesach after midday. That's the first sheet of the guy. Avil says the Torah, Rabbi Lezer HaGadol, Rabbi Shmuel HaKain, Etiru. He quotes from other, other, other Ga'inim, Rabbi Lezer HaGadol and Rabbi Shmuel HaKain were mekel, okay? That you do not, that they did not hold to this hekish, of this uh, connection between matzah and Pesach. And they held, which is what we're going to see, that this is how we hold, that you do not have to have matzahs baked Erev Pesach Mamish for the Seder. Ach, however, L'Chathchila, even they agree that L'Chathchila, it's, it's a good zach. Why? Yesh Lizar, it is good to talk, try to have matzahs from Erev Pesach. Mishem Chaviva Mitzah Because it's a nice thing that the matzahs should be baked in, in, uh, in proximity to the, mitzvah, to the Zman of the Mitzvah. Okay, so these are the two shitas that the Shulchan Aruch brings down, that the tour brings down. Again, shita number one, it's Mamash Ma'akev. There's a hekish between Matzah and Pesach, just as the carbon Pesach has to be processed six hours and on Erev Pesach, that's exactly when Matzah has to be processed. And if you don't have, and if you have Matzahs that are made before that, it's Mamash Na'yayetzeh. That's shita number one. And sheet number two says the tour, not like that, we don't hold of such a hekish at all. Matzahs can be made uh, months in advance, years in advance, who knows, you know. It's a, prefer- it's a very nice thing for a taka to be made as early, as, as, as close to Pesach proper as possible. Chaviva mitzvah v'shaita, because it's nice for the, for the mitzvah to be made in association with the zman that it will be used. That's the, the, the two shitas. Okay, now halach l'maysa, how do we hold? So again, I don't know if you, I'm seeing most of you don't have a mishnabur, but just, I guess you listen, you listen along. The mishnabur writes, um, Noyagin is 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 in Tafnun Ches the Shulchan Aruch. I'm sorry, the Shulchan Aruch writes that Noyagin Shloi Lolosh Matzas Mitzvah Be'er Pesach Ad Acher Sheishayis. Says the Shulchan Aruch, it's a good minik, it's a good minik taka to try to be machmer, right? To have uh, matzas for the seder that were baked erev Pesach after midday. Again, why is it good to be machmer? Well, for one of two reasons. The first sheet of the tour is because otherwise you're not yotzei. And the second sheet, that even if you are Yaitzay, he agrees that Chaviva Mitzvah it's Chaviv, it's beloved to do, to make the matzahs right away when it's the Yishas, when it's uh, close to, to the Zman of the Mitzvah. So that's the, uh, that's the Zach. And again, that's why, again, you know, they're very expensive, but, but you could find them. The question is like this. What about a year like this? A year this year where it's Erev Pesach is Shabbos, right? So it goes without saying you're not going to be able to bake matzahs on Erev Pesach. So then, then what? So then what? So it's like this. The, the tour brings down as well, you don't have this inside, but the tour explains that according to the, according to the, the, the shita that let's say we hold like, predominantly, the second shita, which is that there's no Indian really, you don't have to have matzahs from Erev Pesach. It could be from uh, months in advance or years in advance. Nope. It just happens to be Chavivim Mitzvah It's a very nice thing for the matzahs to be made as close to the mitzvah of eating it as possible. Chavivim Mitzvah Well then says the tour. Then I would not, then, then in a year like this where Erev Pesach is Shabbos, then says the Torah, then you make the matzahs as soon, as close as you can, which means uh, Erev Shabbos. So it's not Mamash Erev Pesach, it's Erev Erev Pesach, but that's as close as you can get. I, maybe you should uh, uh, make it Matzah Shabbos, Mamash, like right before the Seder baked matzahs. So the Torah says, even though that, that's very close to the time of eating matzah, but then already the Seder is going to be pushed off, it's going to be very late, it's not good day to do that. But says the tour, but that's only if you hold that matzahs can be made relatively, you know, theoretically, very early. If you hold like the first shita, that it's ma'akiv, matzahs have to be made Erev Pesach six hours and on, then says the tour, then you have no choice. You have to bake the matzahs, matzah Shabbos, 
Matzah Shabbos, right before the Seder, that's when you have to do it. That's when you have to do it. That's the, and that's what the Shulchan Aruch says. The Shulchan Aruch, uh, again, he continues on. Says the Shulchan Aruch, if Erev Pesach falls out on Shabbos like this year, so then now you have the conflict, right? According to the Sheetas that hold, the matzahs have to be from six hours and on, then you have to bake the matzahs, matzah Shabbos, right? If you hold that matzahs can be made very early, then it's Adarab, then it's, it's Kedai to make them before Shabbos, not to push off the Seder so late. So how does the Shulchan Aruch hold? So the Shulchan Aruch says, a year like this where Erev Pesach is on Shabbos, Lashin Be'erev Shabbos. Lashin Be'erev Shabbos. And you talk uh, make the matzahs before Shabbos, because again, we hold, we hold technically, Mikra Din, that matzahs can be made way before Pesach, and it's not, a, it's not a big deal. It's just preferably as close to eating as possible, but not to the point where you're going to push off the Seder for hours. Okay, that's the, uh, that's the, that's the practical halach. Okay. So let, 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 let's analyze these two shitas for a second, and from analyzing it, Bez Hashem will come up with, a, we'll, we'll see what I think is an is a, is a important chiddush. So it's like this. What, what becomes clear in the tour from the discussion we just had for the past few minutes is, is that according to, the, let's, let's focus on the shita that holds, matzahs have to be made Erev Pesach, six hours and on. That shita. It's a hekish, again, it's a hekish from matzah to Pesach. Just as the carbon Pesach is processed six hours uh, you know, and on Erev Pesach, so two matzahs have to be processed six hours and on after, after Pesach. But the tour said, a year like this where Erev Pesach is Shabbos, so you can't do it Erev Pesach six hours and on because it's Shabbos. So what do you do? So you do matzah Shabbos. So I have a Shiloh. That doesn't fit with the Hekish. The whole reason why you have to make matzah's Erev Pesach is what? Is because it's a Hekish to the carbon Pesach. Just as the carbon Pesach was, was Nikrav, was, was offered Erev Pesach six hours and on, so, so too the matzahs have to be made six hours and on Erev Pesach. That's, by matzah Shabbos, it's already Pesach night. That's not when the carbon Pesach was being brought. That was when it was being eaten, not being brought. So the whole, so here, here's the shayel that the Achrenim raised. If the whole reason why matzahs have to be made Erev Pesach is what? Is because there's a hekish between matzah and the Karim Pesach. That by the Karim Pesach there's two things. There's when it's eaten and there's when it's sacrificed. So matzahs also, there's when it's eaten, which is Pesach night, and that's when it's made, which should be Erev Pesach. So in a year like this where Erev Pesach is Shabbos, what does it help to do at matzah Shabbos? The carbon Pesach was Dach Shabbos. It was Dach Shabbos, yeah. Karim Pesach was Dach The Sli was only after. That's an interesting point, okay. The Sli could be, it's, that, that, that's an interesting point, okay. That, that's only the Mikdash, right? Huh? The Sli? No, the Yeah, the Yeah, so certainly the carbon Pesach is only going to be, is only, is Dach Shabbos. Uh, certainly, we're not going to suggest that you could bake matzahs on Shabbos. But here's the nakuda: Once you are make, if the whole reason to be machmer with matzahs to bake them erev Pesach is because there's a hekish to the carbon Pesach, right? And you and the carbon Pesach, and in other words, what you're saying is that the carbon Pesach that has to be made and offered exactly the same time when matzahs have to be baked, right? That's the that's the hekish. No, so it's not fitting anyway this year. So it's not fitting anyway this year. So what's the what's the you know, what are you gaining by doing a matzah Shabbos? Matzah Shabbos is, no, is, no, is not the time anymore of when the Karim Pesach was being offered. So anyway, you're missing the, you, you, you're, you're disconnecting, you're, you're breaking the Hekish. So what's the matter? Are we holding that this is like a real mitzvah baking the matzah? Like a mitzvah, we're making a Hekish. So we're going to get there. It, 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 in, in the very least, these Rishayinim, these Gainim are holding that as Mikar Adin. It's a halacha for sure, that it has to be baked similar. Like Adin Deraisa. Yeah, Adin Deraisa. I mean, you're going to get into Shilas of like, if the Torah is telling you to do that, maybe it means... Even on Shabbos. I don't know. 
that much they're not going to say, because even these shitas are telling you to do a Matzah Shabbos. But he, here's the question, so go, either you tell me that this halach is so important that it's Deich Shabbos, okay, or it's not Deich Shabbos, then you can't fulfill it. But to say that, no, 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 it's very important, but do it in Matzah Shabbos. Well, Matzah Shabbos is no longer the time of bringing the carbon. So you're no, you, you missed your window of, 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 of making matzah similar to making the carbon Pesach. It's true that the tzli was done later, but in terms of the Iker HaKrava, you missed it, yeah. Why is that different than, you know, we push off or something where we can't pull out of Shabbos, so we go to a different time? So, so fine. If you, in other, yeah, you can say that, yeah, because a year like this, we're at Shabbos. So you can't, obviously because of Shabbos, you can't do it at the same time that the Karim Pesach was being brought. So fine, so this year you can't fulfill this halacha. But in that, if that's the way they're thinking, then, then, then bake matzahs whenever you want. I don't know, this year, you're not going to keep this halacha. But no, 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 they're saying, no, you have to keep the halacha, you're just keeping it matzah shabbos. What does that do? There's no record that was this matzah based on the Shekhan When they made the matzahs, no. It, it, the truth is, when you look in the, in the Rishonim and the Gayanim, it's, it's clear that they, they didn't have like matzah bakeries like we have. You know, and, like everyone made matzahs. Everyone made their matzahs. So it was, uh, you know. You made what you needed to do, and uh, it wasn't a big deal to make it uh, Arab Pesach, you know? It was just part of the hachanas of Pesach. And, 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 but it was, uh, what about the actual Karim Pesach was done? The Karim Pesach, we know. That was brought on Shabbos. That was brought at the Pesach. Sure, even if it was their own uh, Karim Pesach. You, uh, well, you had one Karim Pesach, you, as, you could have as many people appointed on one Karim as long as there was enough meat to go around. It was communal. It was, it was uh, families. It was, yeah, it was it like... Was, no, no, the real, no, the Mizbech in the, in the Beis HaMikdash. Everyone had to go to the Mizbech in the Beis HaMikdash. And that was done on Shabbos too. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Shabbos. It's like a Shabbos. So that's the, that's the Shabbos. Why Because baking matzahs is not like a Shabbos. No one, think, no, no, no one suggests that. That's, understa- that's, that's, that's a given in all these, the Rishonim, that baking matzahs itself is for sure not like a Shabbos, despite the fact that there is this halacha that in order to fulfill the mitzvah of matzah, it has to be made at the same time as the Karim Pesach is being done, but no one is suggesting that it's actually Daicha Shabbos. What they're suggesting is, well, if you can't do it mamish when it's being made, being, uh, when the carbon is being brought, do it matzah Shabbos. Well, like, what, what does that help? What does that help? When we say as a rule of thumb that the only thing that was Daicha Shabbos, things were done in the basic English proper. Since this matzah is not done in basic English proper, or not needed to be done in basic English proper, it's not Daicha Shabbos. Yeah, it's certainly not Daicha Shabbos, 100%. Yeah. So let, let's, let's, yeah. See that, that's vague, though. So, it, it, so here you, you're getting. Your would be simply that once the moment of krava uh, is is to kicks in, then your then your matzah, your chiyav of matzah kicks in so, alongside so, with it. So, I mean, really, it shouldn't be six hours; it should be six and a half hours. So that's a, uh, so we're, we're, okay. So, <laughs> that's a story. so well, yeah. We're, well, it might be part of the story. So let's let's. Uh, you guys are, are you, you're just about there. Let, let me show you Marmokka number two. If you take a look at uh, Marmokka number two, this is Taisvis Rabbeinu Peretz. Okay? It's one of the Balea Taisvis in Mesechus Pesachim. Listen to how he brings down this Hekish. Again, this is all revolving around this Hekish between Matzah and Pesach. Okay? But look how he records it. Davdi Hekesha. We make a Hekish. Umefarshi, and we explain. Da'asr la Saisan ad la'achar vav shais. That you're not allowed to make the Matzahs until after six hours, right? Six hours and on. Deleke Chametz. Because at that point, you're not allowed to have chametz. Umakish matzah Pesach, And ma- matzah has a hekish to Pesach. Ma Pesach nishchad l'achar vav shais bein harbaim. Just as the Karim Pesach is brought after six hours on Erev Pesach, 
<coughs> when you're not allowed to have chametz, af matzanami. What the Rabbin of Peretz is doing over here is that he's explaining this hekish is not simply matzah, it's connected with Karim Pesach. Finish, just that's the parallel. The Nakuda is more subtle. The Nakuda is that the hekish is as follows. What we're trying to get out is the following idea, is that matzah is only allowed to be made at a, at the, at a time where you're not allowed to have chametz. At a time where you're not allowed to have chametz. The, the, the Karim Pesach is the, is the prototype of that. Because the Pasuk says that when you brought the Karim Pesach, you brought it six, six hours on Erev Pesach. And sorry, the Pasuk says you're not allowed to bring the Karim Pesach while, you, while there is Chametz going on. The, the Karim Pesach was a carbon that had to be brought at the same time when there was also a prohibition to have Chametz. In that regard, we're connecting Matzah to Karim Pesach. I mean, the connection from matzah to Pesach is the following, that just as the Karim Pesach had to be brought at a time when there is a prohibition of eating chametz, so too the matzahs have to be made at a time where there's a prohibition to eating, for eating chametz. It's not that matzah has to be brought at the same time the Karim Pesach is being brought. But the point is that just as the Karim Pesach is being brought at a time where there's a prohibition of eating chametz, so to the matzah have to be made at a time where there's a prohibition of Vini Chametz. The prohibition of Vini Chametz begins at six hours, Erev Pesach, and it continues throughout Pesach. Okay? So, so, so therefore, at a year like this, where you can't bake the matzahs in Erev Pesach because it's Shabbos, so bake it matzah Shabbos. I, matzah Shabbos, is no longer the current Pesach, is not being sacrificed. The Hekish was never connecting Pesach with the the sacrifice of the Karim, uh, matzah with the sacrifice of the Karim Pesach. The Hekish was between matzah and the Karim Pesach in, the, in this following regard, that just as the Karim Pesach is being sacrificed at a time where there's a prohibition of chametz, so, so too matzah has to be baked at a time where there's a prohibition of chametz. When is there a prohibition of chametz? From six hours all, you know, throughout Pesach. That's what the, that's what Rabbeinu Peretz is saying. Again, the Rabbeinu Peretz writes, Again, the Hekish tells you that you have to make chametz, you have to make the matzah six hours and on, the like a chametz, because, and that's the point. Because six hours and on, that's a point of where there's no chametz anymore. And that's true during an Erev Pesach, and that's true, obviously, on Pesach proper. And that, in that regard, that's where, where are we getting this idea from that matzahs have to be made at a time where there's a prohibition of chametz? So that we're learning out from the carbon Pesach. So it's not, again, so it's not that the, 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 the hakrava, the, the processing of the Pesach is similar to the processing the, the zman of when you bring the carbon has to be the same zman as when you're baking matzahs. The point is that just as the carbon Pesach is brought, it has to be nikrav at a time where there's a prohibition of chametz. In that regard, matzah is the same thing. It has to be baked at a time where there's a prohibition of chametz. Okay, that's what, uh, that's, 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 the, that's the point. That's point number one. And by the way, if you learn it, if you understand it in this way, it answers a question that, uh, that Ephraim just raised from the Mogan of Rome, really. If you took a look at, Mugen, at Mar Mugen number three, then Magen Avram raises the following question. Until now, again, we've been talking about that. When, when do you bake matzahs? Six hours on, right? Six hours on, Erev Pesach. Why? And, that's, and, it's, and again, it's a hekish to Karim Pesach. That's when the Karim Pesach was being brought. Says the Magen Avram, that's not true. The Karim Pesach was not brought exactly six hours and on. What happened was in the Beis HaMikdash, hour number six, right? When it becomes midday, Erev Pesach, what was brought? Immediately, the Talmud Shel Ben Rabbayim, the, the, the afternoon carbon. After the Talmud Shabbat Rabbayim was brought, then they started bringing the Karim Pesach. It was at least a half hour, the Mishnah says, I mean, in Pesachim, it was a half hour after, it was six and a half hours, not six hours. So says the Magen of what's going on here, yeah? Logistically, it had to be that way. Because you come to the base of Mikdash, mm-hmm. right? You don't have your matzahs with you. You get six hours, you don't have your matzahs. 
We have to first bake your matzahs, bring it to the base of Mikdash, and then be makrav your korban. Why can't you have someone bake matzahs uh, at the and same time? Yeah, you have, to, you have to do everything yourself. You can have people helping you. So says the Magen like this. So says the Magen the whole thing we're talking about baking matzahs erev Pesach because six hours on because that's when the Karim Pesach was being brought. No, it wasn't. The Karim Pesach was being brought from six and a half hours on. So matzahs should be brought, should be baked only six and a half hours on. So says the Magen Okay, uh, it's true. It should be brought six and a half hours. If they, but the Eved, if they brought the Karm Pesach from six hours, they were Yaitzeh. The whole kasha of the Magen Avram is assuming that what's the heckish? That the matzahs have to be baked at the same time the Karm Pesach is being offered. Then he's asking a kasha. Well, so then, then why are you baking matzahs six hours on? The Karm Pesach is being offered six and a half hours on. It doesn't work. But the answer is. According to Rabbeinu Peretz, the kasha doesn't begin. The hekish is not that the matzahs have to be baked at the same time the Karim Pesach is being brought. The hekish is, matzahs have to be baked at a time where you're not allowed to have chametz. And Pesach is similar to that, that also it was brought at a time where you're not allowed to have chametz. You're not allowed to have chametz from six hours on. So that's when you can start beginning to bake matzahs. It's true that the, that the Karim Pesach was half hour later, but that was never the hekish. You follow? The hekish is not connecting baking matzahs with the time of the Karim Pesach. It's baking matzahs with the concept of, of, of the Karim Pesach. That the Karim Pesach was a carbon that was brought at a time when there was a prohibition of chametz. In that regard, matzahs are similar. Now it's true that the time of when the Karim Pesach was brought was a little bit slightly after the prohibition of chametz kicks in. But that's, that, that's never the point. The point is that the prohibition of chametz is in effect, at, as long as it's in effect, you could bake matzahs. That's the, okay, that's the point. Okay. Now let's move on to the next shita, which is the shita that we actually hold like. Which is it again? That this whole idea is completely not true. <laughs> there is no idea that matzahs have to be baked Erev Pesach, Mikrad Din. They don't have to be the same time as the prohibition of chametz. They don't have to be the same time as the Karim Pesach is being brought. The whole thing is not true. You can have matzahs that are years old. But, as we saw from the tour, and the Shulchan Aruch said this as well, even though it's true, B'diavid, you could certainly be Yitzhi with matzahs that are years old, but l'chadchila, chaviva mitzvah b'shaita. Chaviva mitzvah b'shaita. It's chaviv to do a mitzvah, you know, to, do, to be, to be Yitzhi in the mitzvah, right, you know, close to this man. Can you explain the getter of that? Like, oh. that everywhere? So that's what we're going to see right now. Yeah, it's not the actual mitzvah. Yeah, it's not the actual mitzvah. Right. So here's the question, here's the question that I'm ask. No, here's the question that I'm ask. You're telling me, yeah, you're telling me that what? That matzahs should be, again, the mitzvah of matzah is what? Is eating a Pesach night, yeah? That's the mitzvah. No, you have to bake them, obviously, otherwise you're not going to have a matzah, yeah? So it says the, says, the, says the tour, even though technically you could bake matzahs whenever you want, you could bake them from Hanukkah, but Lamaisa, it's better to bake them as close to eating as possible, because yeah, you want to make them, make the matzahs in close proximity to the mitzvah. So Shiloh's like, like Eli's asking, is there such a thing by sukkahs like that? That you could build your sukkah as early as you want, but it's a special in you. You should build it as close to the sukkahs as possible. If anything, the opposite, right? We dafka adrabi. You start building your sukkah right away after matzah yom kippur. Adrabi chavim mitzvashaita. You should do it right away as close. Uh, is there an Indian of like uh, of having the sefer right your mezuzah just moments before you connect it to the to the doorpost? There's no such Indian. So what's going on by matzah? Why is it dafka by matzah that there's an Indian of making the matzah so close? To the actual uh, moment of eating it. No, this this shita is it disagrees with that whole idea of connecting it to Karim Pesach. This shita is looking at matzah just as its own, uh, you know, in its own lens. So, so and so, what the question is? Why are we all of a sudden so makbid that chaviv mitzvah shaita? We don't find that anywhere else. 
Okay. Now, there's other things that are interesting when it comes to uh, when it comes to baking matzahs. Um, if you take a look at Marmokin number four, this is a Shulchan Aruch and Simen Tav Samach. Okay. The Shulchan Aruch records the following thing: Harosh. The Shulchan Aruch writes the Rosh, that the Rosh would go out of his way, that he, he personally would be involved in baking his matzahs. He was standing there, you know, watching uh, his matzahs being baked. And he would, you know, he would uh, be mazari, you know, he, he, would, he would be mazari, the ones that were making it. And he would even get involved and help the, the arrangement of the matzahs. That's what the Rosh used to do. It says the Shulchan Aruch, and this is taka proper for anyone to try to do. That he himself should get involved in the mitzvah of, uh, of baking matzahs. Okay, why? Where's this idea? Again, does it say anywhere that uh, you should get involved in making your pair of tefillin? So the Magen of Ram over there on Shulchan Aruch says, the reason for why you should get involved in baking matzahs, Darmin and Reish Perak based the Kedushin, because the Gemara says in Kiddush in a klal, What now? Meaning that whenever a mitzvah is being done and you're sending, you know, you're having a shliach do it for you, you're definitely yitzi with that. But it's better to do it yourself. It's better to do it yourself. Okay. So the question is, like, what's going on here? What mitzvah is there in baking matzahs? Like, in, in, this this shulchan aruch is very very clear with the Magen of Ram, right? Again, does it say anywhere in shulchan aruch that you should get involved in making your own lulav and esrog? Does it say anywhere that someone, this guy that's making your little Vanesrik is your shliach? He's your shliach, and therefore, mitzvah ba yes mishluchah, it's better for you to do it than your shliach. What shliach is over here? When the cipher is writing my tefillin, he's my shliach to write my tefillin? He's writing his tefillin, and I'm buying it from him. He's not my shliach. There are certain mitzvahs that I have to do. And if I can't do it, I get my shliach to do it. It's better for me to do it. If I can't, I, do, I get it someone else. Well, there's a mitzvah on me to write my, to write my mezuzahs. There's no such thing. So, what's going on? What, 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 where is this mitzvah coming from of baking matzahs? Okay, so it's like this. In, in the Pasuk, the Pasuk, when it talks about matzahs, like we talked about last week, it says, it says eating matzah a lot. In Chomish, it says eating matzah Seder night, eating matzahs all six days, seven days. When it talks about matzahs, there's a word that, that it doesn't just use the word matzah. It says in Pasuk, Shishas Yamim Teichel Matzahs, Lechem Oini. Matzahs are described not just as matzahs, they're described as lechem oini, poor man's bread, lechem oini. What does that mean, lechem oini? What does it mean, lechem oini? So the Gemara, make, the Gemara Pesachim gives a number of interpretations what lechem oini means, right? Um, uh, the, 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 one interpretation is lechem oini means that poor man's bread, in other words, is just simply flour and water, right? That's now, there's no other ingredients, there's not even salt, there's no sugar, there's no uh, eggs, there's nothing else, just flour and water, right? It's lechem oini. <clears throat> Another aspect of lechemani is the halacha lemaisa that we hold is that what is that it has to be eaten also poor man's bread that the gemara says ma darka shall onis beprusa that the the nature of a poor man is that they don't even have a whole loaf or a whole piece they mamish eat broken so that's why by the seder night right the, you have three matzahs the top one that's for you know regular hamaitzi and the middle one that you break that's for asher kitzon al matzah why is it broken because it's called lechemani a poor man's bread. Uh, so here's the, here's, 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 the, here's the question. If the Torah describes matzah as lechem um, so and that means that it has to be just flour and water, right? That halacha of, of, of lechem being flour and water, technically speaking, that's only true for the mitzvah of eating matzah Pesach night, right? The rest of Pesach, let's say you want to have uh, salt on your matzah. Is there any problem with that? No problem. You want to dip it into matbucha, maybe gebrox issues, 
no, no, it's, no, it's, it's, it's no problem. You're allowed to do that, right? You want to have matzah shira. You want to mamish make it with egg matzah. So Ashkenaz and Raminig is not to, because we're afraid of chametz. But technically, you know, technically it's not an issue. <clears throat> so, so why not? If the Torah described matzahs as lechemayni, then that's what matzah is. So it means uh, the whole Pesach, that's what matzah is. The explanation is as follows. When the Torah says matzah is lechemayni, the, the description of matzah being lechemayni is not a description of the actual matzah itself. There's an akuda. That's a description of how you should be fulfilling the mitzvah of eating matzah. There's two, th- there's two separate things. There's what matzah is, and then there's how you should be fulfilling the mitzvah of eating matzah. There's the, the, the we're going to call it in, in, in uh, more lamdish terms, there's the chefsa of matzah, there's the object of matzah itself, what is matzah? And then there's, okay, whatever matzah is, the maisa mitzvah, the maisa achila, how should I be eating this matzah to fulfill the mitzvah? What matzah is, is flour and water. You want to put more things into it, it's also fine. Matzah is something that's not chametz. Now the question is, you want to fulfill your mitzvah of eating matzah, comes the Torah and says, the way you fulfill your mitzvah of eating matzah is lechem oini. You have to eat it in a way that gives the impression that it's a poor man's bread. How is that? So you have to make sure there's nothing else added, and you have to make sure that it's only in a piece. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. One of the star, one of the simon of the Seder night is, is yachatz, right? Why, why do we break the matzah? That it should be a poor man's bread. So I have a shayla for you. Why do you have to break it? Let it be broken before the Seder. Like when they bring the matzahs to you, let them bring you two whole ones. Yeah, there's plenty of broken ones, right? No, that, that makes it harder, right? You have to find a whole one and then break it, right? There's plenty of broken ones. So bring two and a half matzahs to the Seder. Why do you have to go break it? There's a famous chat that says yeah. that um, because just like a poor person, when he gets something whole, he puts away part of it for later. That's part of the... the, the, the that's right. Part of the, 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 so that's one tarot. <laughs> that's one tarot. No, so the, the, uh, it's, it's true, but it, it's a similar, similar bechina. The nakuda is that the reason why you have to go and break the matzahs is because you have to, part of your mitzvah of eating the matzah is not just to eat it. You have to eat it in a way that expresses the fact that it's lechemoini, that it's poor man's bread. That's part of the maisa mitzvah. The maisa mitzvah is not just to eat matzah, it's to eat matzah in a way that indicates that this is poor man's bread. And so the way to do that is by breaking it. The act of breaking is part, is, 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 is in association with the mitzvah of eating. It's part of it. It's not just a matter of eating half a piece. By breaking an entire piece, that act of breaking is an, is, is, uh, is an extension of the mitzvah itself. That's how you're, part, you're fulfilling the mitzvah of eating matzah as a way of lechemayim. Okay? <clears throat> now, if you take a look at Maramukha number 5, there's another description of lechemayim. The Gemara says in Pesachim, Kufta Zayin Amid Aleph, Lechem Oini, it's called poor man's bread. Says the Gemara, Ma Oini Beprusa, just as a poor person only eats a piece, so Afkan Beprusa, so to Pesach Nai, you should only eat half a ma, you know, the, the piece, it's a broken, Yachatz, that's what we said. Tovar Acher, says the Gemara, another interpretation of poor man's bread, is Ma Darka Shal Oini, just as a poor person doesn't have enough money to go to the bakery to buy matzahs, he has to make food himself. Who masik? He is the one that 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 uh, that turns the oven on. He's the one that burnt, that makes a fire in the oven. and his wife is the one that bakes the ma- that bakes the bread. Afkanami says that what? Who masik That you're the one that turns on the oven, and your wife is the one that puts the the matzah in. In other words, part of lechemayni 
the part again. What what is lechemayni again? Lechemayni is saying that the, the, it's a descript, it's a it's a chelik of the mitzvah of eating matzah. There's a mitzvah of eating matzah, and there's a, a part of that mitzvah is to eat it in a way of lechemayni. So what does it mean to eat matzah in a way of lechemayni? So it means multiple things. It means to make sure there's nothing added but flour and water. It means to make sure that what that 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 you're eating after it was broken in half. And it also means that you're eating a matzah that you personally baked. Because by you personally baking it, that's, that's another indication, it's another kiyam, it's another aspect of lechem oini. And so again, lechem oini, again, it's not a description of the matzah, it's part of your mitzvah, it's part of the maisa mitzvah. The, mitzvah. the mitzvah of matzah is not just to eat it, but it's to eat it in a way of lechem oini. And so anything that you're doing to increase the, the quality of lechem oini is, is part of the mitzvah of achilas matzah. So what do you do to bring to stamp on it lechemayni? So you do what to so you break it, and also says the Gemara, you are the one to bake it. So let's go back. The rush was mamish makbid that he should be the one to to be involved in his matzahs, and like the Magen Avraham says, and even if he couldn't, the people that were baking, he considered them as his as his shluchim. Why? Like what's why mitzvah? Because it's such a mitzvah to bake. What, what's the mitzvah? The answer is the mitzvah of baking matzahs is the same mitzvah as eating matzah. When you eat matzah, the mitzvah is not just to eat matzah, but it's to eat it in a way of anias, in a way of poverty. And part of that is everything that you do to bring out the poverty of this matzah is part of that mitzvah. So that includes baking it yourself. Because again, like the Gemara says, an ani doesn't have the luxury of just going to the bakery and buying someone else's bread. He has to make it himself. So everything that you do to get involved in the actual baking process is, 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 an, is enhancing the mitzvah of eating matzah b'tayrus lechemayni. That's what's going on over here. That's why yachatz is part of the seder. It's an extension of the mitzvah of achilas matzah. So let's go back. This is why, this is why, dafka by matzah, do we have this idea of chaviva mitzvah b'shaita, that it should be baked in close proximity to when you're eating it. Like, Why? Well, the answer is because the, the reason w- when you're baking a matzah, you're not just making matzahs to prepare for the time when you're going to eat it, like making a little vinesrig or making tefillin. The baking of the matzahs, if it's done, the, the way it's done, is that the, even if you're not doing it, the people that are doing it are considered to be your shluchim. They're doing it for you. And because of that, the baking itself is considered part of the kiyam of lechamayni. When you, to be makayim the mitzvah, you, again, you have to eat matzahs as lechamayni. And that means that it should be baked, that, that, that you're the one baking it, or at least your shluchim are the one baking it as well. So that's all in association of the mitzvah itself. So that's the halacha. So another, yeah? No, so lechem doesn't say that it has to be baked mamish right before you eat it. A poor person could also uh, bake his food in advance. But the fact that you have to bake, that there's chaviv mitzvah b'shaita, that you should be baking it in close proximity when you're eating it, that's because the baking itself is part of the mitzvah. And the baking itself is part of the mitzvah because of this idea of lechamayni. No, so you need you need two steps. You need to establish that baking is, is a chilek of the mitzvah of achila. That's what you have to do. No, you also can't normally afford to put a stash away from. Oh, so that I don't know. The gemara doesn't say that. The gemara doesn't say that. But it's also the achnis. The achnis is that I just got flour and water now, and now I'm making matzah. I can make the argument that an ani is going to be super makbit to save things in advance. He doesn't have the luxury of just eating whatever he has in front of him. No, the grasshopper and the ant, right? right. Isn't that so? It's like I think Adrab. I think an ani would be would would would, would talk a store things, uh-huh. you know. So the, the, again, that's what the Rishonim are saying. That the reason you have to bake matzahs in close proximity to the ma'isa achila because the baking is connected. It, what the the kiyam ha mitzvah that you're that you're fulfilling by the baking is part of the mitzvah of eating. You, when you're eating the matzah, you have to eat it as lechemayni, and baking is baking it in the way. Well, the 
So, the, the, so here's the interesting point. This will be an example of where you're doing something now and the kiyam will be later. Right? When you're eating it, then you're fulfilling everything that you've done until now, which is eating matzah in a way of lechem <clears throat> Yeah. If you ended up, I'm sorry. For some reason, you weren't able to eat matzah at all. So you, meaning you baked your own. You baked your own matzah, but you didn't eat it. Yeah. Probably you were not going to say anything. Probably not, because at the end of the day, the mitzvah is to eat it. It's just that you're you're eating it as lechemayni. So you're doing multiple things. You're doing things pre-eating, like baking it. Right. Those are the mice that you're doing, and then the kiyum takes effect when you actually eat it. This is something that we talk of find in other places where there's a disconnect sometimes between the mice that you're doing and the kiyum that eventually comes from it. That's usually, it's rare. I mean, usually when you, you know, uh, you, know you put on tefillin, so the act of putting on tefillin, right then and there, you're fulfilling the mitzvah, right? But there is such a phenomenon, Taka, where you do, you do one act, and it's sort of like in limbo until something else takes effect. So you're, you're, you're baking your own matzahs, this is a lechemoini experience, but it doesn't really take effect until you actually eat it. And then, looking back, everything that you did to enhance the lechemoini quality was stuck a part of that mitzvah. Yeah. Exactly. Could you do it later before? Yeah, exactly. It's a similar thing. It's so, so, it's the same argument. You know, when you're building the sukkah on a matzim kippur, it's only ma'akot to So But the difference is, is that there's no... When you eventually sit in the sukkah, you don't look back and say, oh, I was taka being, being Isaac in the midst of sitting in sukkah from the time that I was building it. Because you, you had to build it. Because you had to, but when you eat the matzah, you're looking back and you say, I was all... I was, building the sukkah is a separate mitzvah than the actual sitting. Maybe. There, there's there's Yushami like that. The Yushami held that there's taka mitzvah of building a sukkah by itself. You make a brach on that and finished, but uh, you know we don't hold like that. Yeah, the shechianu. On the building yeah, so that's because shechianu. There's already right, right, it's more open ended. You can do right, right, right. Now what comes out of yeah. So that's true. So hechshem mitzvah might be good enough for that, but in terms of it being a mitzvah proper. So this would be even, yeah, this would be even more so. This would be even more so. Yeah. In, in the very least, it's actually mitzvah, that's for sure. The chiddush over here is that it's, it's, it's beyond that. Another, right. It's connected directly to the chiddush matzah. Right, right. When you're eating matzah, you could look back and say that part of the mitzvah of eating matzah was when I was baking it. Yeah, it like sort of becomes re uh, this galgal in that way. Yeah, Hayotzilonomi calls that. What comes out of all of this? What comes out of all of this is is that the, the, in halacha, what we're saying is is that the Indian of baking matzahs is a time where it's being brought out the quality of lechemoni. Now let's for a minute move into 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 avoda, like what this means in avoda Hashem. Rav Tzadik has a klal. So there's a call in many, many places, he quotes this from many Gemaras, is that whenever you find in Tyra a description of Ani versus Asher, poor versus rich, which is what we're dealing with, right? The matzahs are lechemoni, poor man's bread. And when you're baking it, you're trying to bring out the, qual- the poverty of it in the fact that you're baking it yourself. So what does it mean poor in halacha, in, 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 in Tyra, in Panemius? Rav always brings down that ain Ani, el Ani Bedas. Ain Asher, el Asher Bedas. That po- poverty means someone who is poor in, not, Torah knowledge, 
That's the simple translation of it. Anibadas, or understanding, awareness. An usher, it means a wealthy person, it means someone who has an ashir, it's a wealth of knowledge and understanding and clarity and connection to Hashem and so on. In other words, what we're seeing over here is, what's the, so what's the avoid of matzah? What's the avoid of matzah? The avoid of matzah, as the Zayar says, is that matzah is called michla de Nusa. Matzah is called the bread of Amuna, and it's called michla de misavasa, the bread of, of refuah. Because when you eat matzah, what's happening is when you're ingesting matzah Seder night, you are literally bringing within your system faith, amuna. You are bringing into your system moichin, iris of, of amuna. It's, it gives you refus and nefesh for the entire year. All of one's amuna is built on the matzahs that you're eating Seder night. But here's an akuda. In order to be kailit, in order to process and to absorb the amuna of matzah, then you have to go into it seeing yourself as poor. If you see yourself going into matzah as someone that's rich and wealthy, in other words, I have everything I need in my amuna, I have everything I need in my das, then guess what? Uh, there's no room in your, in your stomach for matzah. The avoid of what? Of baking matzahs. The avoid of being mechen matzahs, of preparing the matzahs and preparing yourself to eat matzahs is what? is to be honest and open and to see yourself as an ani. That's avayda. You see yourself as an ani, now you could eat the matzah. And but what does it mean to see yourself as an ani? It means you see yourself as someone who desperately needs a boost of amuna, desperately needs a boost of, of moichin. So such a person, then you eat the matzahs, the matzahs will give you the amuna and the moichin that you're, that you're desperately looking for. But if you see yourself as an ashir, uh, then matzah is not going to help you. So, what, so in other words, and this is ultimately the tikkun, that Rabbi talks about this, this is the tikkun of what baking matzahs does. Baking matzahs, like I started in the beginning, that when you're schwitzing with baking matzahs, right? You, that brings unbelievable tikkunim for Averis that tshuva has a very hard time fixing. Baking matzahs can do it. Why? How? So Rabbi explains that there is one, there, even, even when tshuva is very difficult, tshuva always works, but sometimes it's very hard. Sometimes certain Averis demand a high level of tshuva, but there is one Pesach, that just like, it gets through all these, it gets, you know, sort of like these, uh, a back channel to the Rabbanish And that is what? Humility. When, when a Yid is humble, when a Yid sees himself as empowered, tefillah ani, right? Ritzelik talks about this. That tefillah ani, there's a, there's a tefillah that an ani gives to the Rabbanish that's more chashav and more powerful than anything else that can be offered. When a person comes to Rabbanish and starts making chashbainess of tshuva, like, Rabbanish, you have to forgive me because I officially said harata. You know what I mean? I officially said vidoy, I did all these things, and the Raman Paskins, I mean, you say, you do, you do shuv, you have to be forgiven. Then the Rabbani Shalom can be a big lamb then and say, yeah, but you know what, there's a deek in the Rambam that, uh, whatever. But when you're, you're an ani, when you're an ani, like Rabbi says, if you open the door and the guy starts, you know, I'm collecting for this in this organization, and uh, they really need it, then now you could, okay, now there's a conversation. There's a conversation that I could say, you know what, I, I gave last time, or I didn't give last time, but whatever the case may be. But you open the door and the guy's chalashing, the guy's about to pass out, there's no conversations anymore. Of course you're going to feed him. Tefil la'ani means is that when a person comes to Rabbani Shalom, not with tainas and this is what I want and demands. You come as an ani. Well then, as an ani, then you, you get what you need because it's rachmanis. And so there's certain averis, certain tikkunim that a person needs to fix within their nefesh. And if you go with the normal mahalach of, I know what I'm doing, and I'm going to have strategies and tachbulas to fix, you know, to get what I need from the Rabbani Shalom. Okay, sometimes the strategies work, sometimes they don't. But if you come as an ani, an ani always gets what he wants. An ani always gets what he wants. There's a certain just rachmanis that an ani, that an ani awakens within, within, the, uh, within the one that has. 
And so this is the avoid of lechem oini. The tikkunim that take place with baking matzahs is fundamentally rooted in a person's humility, in a person's sense of, of, of a complete hisbatlas and a complete sense of, of, of being mamish impoverished and ruchnias. Such a person, then the matzahs come and fill them in. So we started with a question. So if a person wants to be zaycha to the iris of baking matzahs and the tikkunim, but you're not actually going to be baking matzahs. Or a person is going to be baking matzahs and they want to enhance the tikkunim. The answer is to remember, even in halacha, that the avoid of baking matzahs is, this is a way of bringing out my aniyas. And the more of a person feels within themselves that their mom is an ani bedas, to such a person, the Rabbanu gives shefa of amuna and shefa of rafuah and shefa of ashiris bedas to such a person. As I talked about on Shabbos afternoon, that the whole inning of Pesach is revolving around das or the lack thereof. The gulus of Mitzrayim was a, a gulus of das, and the gula of Mitzrayim was a gula of das. And the only way a person is going to be zaycha to the gula, to the das of, of Pesach, is only if you go into Pesach seeing yourself as needing that das. If you need the das, the Rebbe will give it to you. If you don't need it, then Rebbe says, okay, fine, I'll wait for someone that does. So you go in as a nani, then you're given. Then you're given. That's the avoida, again, that's the avoida of matzah b'chlal, and, and befrat, all the, all the hachanas, the matzahs, to bring out this anios. Again, that's why it's a chilek of the mitzvah. A chilek of the mitzvah is to bring out the, the poverty quality of the person eating it. It's because, again, in primis, the purpose of matzah is to bring in one's amuna. And you could only absorb amuna if you see yourself if you come into that experience feeling that you need amuna, if you feel that you don't need amuna, then uh, then you're not really eating matzah. You're not really eating matzah. Okay, so Shem Shel, Bishataka. I, I, it's probably not difficult for us to uh, to do this, right? Because I mean, who who, who really is going to think of themselves as an Ashir Das? So maybe we talk have uh, our generation could be kind of the midst of achilas uh, matzah in a very mahodidika way. We should be zaycha to talk about that mitzvah. We should be Mamash filled and satiated with Amuna and Rafua on, on all levels. Gashmus Uruchnius. Ayashikaiach.